thank you for tuning in for this very somber, uh, depressing, sobering edition of the Control Room Podcast. As a lot of you already know, because you've texted me personally, uh, the Cowboys lost to the Jets. They lost to Sam Darnold and uh, Jamison Crowder. We have not won a game in almost a month. And we are going to have to suspend Super Bowl talk until we we find a head coach. Also, the Dodger season is over. The winningest season in Dodger history, where they win 100 plus games, they lose in the first round off a grand slam at home after Kershaw goes full Kershaw like everyone predicted he would do. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this painful episode of the Control Room Podcast. This is Mike Walker. I'm here with Ramiro Romo, and uh, welcome back to another episode of the Control Room Podcast. They were who we thought they were. I, I didn't think the Cowboys were this. It's a new low. I, I rock bottom. I couldn't eat. I couldn't work. I just I'm embarrassed. We let a quarterback with mono beat us. <laughs> he got off his deathbed. Because as we know. Mm. When the Cowboys come to town, everybody gets up for the Cowboys. Who's everybody? It's their Super Bowl. Who's on the Jets? Who do they have? Sam Darnold. And well, I guess they have Lev Bell. Whatever's <laughs> left of him. It's not so much about what they did. It's about what we didn't do. Like I said, they were who we thought they were. Uh, I don't even know. And we let them, Mike. We let him. <laughs> I need to calm down, man. I, you know, do you suffer PTSD? You know, right it's now. funny. I have all these numbers and stuff. I purposely didn't put the Cowboys score because I, I I don't even want to revisit that game. But I'm already getting hit up from people about the game. Even even my friend in Egypt hits me up right away. Been real quiet lately. You're in Egypt. What time is it over there? How Cowboys. Do you, how are you keeping up with the Cowboys? International. Stats? International. Uh, what are we going to do? Do we call AB? You going straight to AB. <laughs> desperate times <laughs> call for desperate measures, Mike. Um, we got a lot of injuries. Amari Cooper. We got going, a lot of injuries. I don't know what the hell happened. I, I don't want to make excuses. Okay. Here comes the excuses. But here come the excuses. Uh, Amari Mark, Cooper gets hurt early what, in that game. What happened? Like, he just sat down on the bench and just did, didn't play anymore. Quad. That's all I know. <laughs> just, he's... He, he, Spinal. I was, was going to make a Kawhi. His back is broken. I was going to make a Kawhi joke with a quad, but uh, Kawhi, we love you. Welcome to LA. No, we don't. Welcome to LA. We boo Kawhi. you every every chance we get. Um. Yeah. So and then Randall Cobb, I just wake up. Uh, Randall Cobb is yep, out for the day. He's out. Excuse me. Yeah, we're depleted. 
Okay. Our receiving corps needs uh, some help. And uh, there's a guy out there that can help us. So, I mean, granted, he's got some uh, he's got mental his, issues. He's got some. He's the Joker of uh, of the NFL. Yeah. You know. Do you think Dak can... No, fuck that. Do you think Jason Garrett can handle A.B.? Look, man, I was hoping to wake up to the news, uh, you know, this Monday morning to uh, the news that Jason Garrett uh, had been fired. You're about a- to. After that embarrassing performance yesterday. To. Because uh, there's no excuse. I mean, you cannot lose to the Jets. And you can see on his face, he knew, like, Jerry might fire me for real this time. Oh, yeah. Like, people be joking about it, but, like, he knew. You can look, look into his eyes. He knew this was it for him. All I know, if Jerry Jones doesn't fire Jason Garrett, that means Jason Garrett has some incriminating photos yeah, on Jerry Jones. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. No other no other coach could get away with this kind of incompetence. Mike Tomlin, you want a job? We Oh, happily, happily, we'll happily save you from Pittsburgh. You know, actually, we have go, like we have guys on our coaching staff mm-hmm. that could possibly step up and become head coach. Anybody can step up. Chris uh, Richard, okay. you know, he's going to be coveted after this I'll t- year. I'll take him. Look, at this point, I'll take Tony Romo as our head you coach. You damn straight. I-, I was listening to him on on the CBS yes. broadcast. Yes, this man sees the future. He's calling plays before they even happen. He's a magic man. That's what we need. I don't know. He's speechless. I don't know how much I've never seen this. Talk about the Cowboys. He's speechless. Uh, I'm surprised my uncle hasn't texted me because he's the biggest Cowboy hater I know. But maybe even he feels sorry for me in this moment. Like they just lost to the Jets. Man, we were three and zero talking about the Super Bowl, and we just lost to the Jets. Suicidal. It's. uh, I mean, granted, we have a lot of injuries. You know. uh, You know. I reiterate. You know, we don't have uh, Tyron Smith, a, a big man on the line. Dak needs to sign his contract uh, right now. You know, he it, if he was a, a, a stock... Ooh, it's plummeting. It's plummeting. It's, it's, not, it's not your fault, Dak. We he understand. Tried. It's not your he fault. He tried, man. But Dak, Too man. little, too late. You know, he, he ran it in for the touchdown at the end. And then uh, Jason yeah. Witten got mugged and, on the two-point conversion. No flag. Of a future Hall of Famer, Jason Witten, gets mugged in the end zone... And no flag? That's because they hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. They don't understand this. You know, we're down right now, but go ahead. You we're know, down, but we're not out. Call my shot. We're going to kick Philly's ass next week. We're coming for you. You hear that, Marco? <laughs> All right, well, after, you know what? Let's talk about something more pleasant. Let's talk about the future of the NFL. Let's talk about Pat Mahomes versus Deshaun Watson. What a battle. Man, Houston pulled off the upset. Yes, in Kansas City, no less. You know, I was there, there was a lot of talk about who the better QB was. Could Watson even get to Pat Mahomes' level? And, I mean, well, I still debate. That question has been answered. Look, early on, mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes was off to a great start. He but uh, three, three touchdowns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watson's coming on strong. And you also got to take in consideration that the Texans, they lack an offensive line. So what, what Watson's doing right now mm-hmm. without an offensive line, because he's running for his life out there, he is just having an MVP season. I mean, he is... And, and Watson doesn't have Andy Reid. You know, he is an offensive genius. This is true. The Texans, this is the true. Texans offense always looks like trash. 
Their O line is always trash. Uh, shout out to Carlos Hyde though. He got me a touchdown, eighteen points from my fantasy football league. DeAndre Hopkins is is, is uh, oh yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is dope. But you can just tell their scheme is just like Deshaun. You run around. It's almost Russell Wilson like you run around, make a play happen. He's improvising and, on the and fly. More times than not, he makes a play yeah. happen. But obviously, their defense stepped up because they kind of held Kansas City in check a little bit. Yeah, and it ain't easy keeping Kansas City uh, I wonder if Mahomes is still kind of hobbled because he got hurt last week. You know what? Uh, I I was looking for that. No, he looked looked to to be a little better than last week because he was hobbling last week, you know. But you have him on your fantasy team. Are there any injury updates? Uh, Look, no, man, look. uh, Fantasy standpoint, he's par for the course. He gave me three touchdowns. Okay. You know, that's usually what uh, you can expect from him. You got a big matchup against uh, our good buddy Ryan. I do. I do, and this is the thing about fantasy football. It, it, it's conflicting because, you know, he has Dak Prescott on his team. He's a damn Steeler fan. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I have Steelers defense, so that's, you can see where the confusion that's disgusting. comes in. That's I mean, disgusting. but uh, I'll take a fantasy football win. Oh, so you, you're, you're going to put him away? Look, it's not over till it's over. It, but, but it's over? Projection-wise... It's looking good for me. It's looking. You're in a good spot. I mean, look, you never know what might happen. You sound very different. You know, than I'm you just saying. You, you, you never know what might happen tonight. You never know. You know, you got uh, Detroit and Green Bay. You know, the cowardly Lions. They're not. You know, they're not so no, cowardly they're, anymore. They're, they're, they're actually they're pretty legit. good. But you know, that's actually a good transition into another team that's legit. Who knew the Niners could ball? Oh, I know. My dad's happy. I mean, my dad's been a fan since the Joe Montana day, so he's uh, he's loving it. So you know, that's that's interesting you bring that up because your dad's a Niners fan, but you're a Cowboys fan. So how was that rivalry growing up? Well, let me tell you uh, how that came about. So I had the uh, unique experience of meeting Mr. Joe Montana, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, and uh, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, I. You know, just like my dad, I was a Niner fan. I was like, he liked the oh, Niners. You no, oh, oh, let me tell you. Oh. Look, man, in the '80s, the Niners were—they were a dynasty. Okay. And uh, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, so forth. You know, hey, my dad was a Niner fan. I was like, hey, I want to be like my dad. I'm a Niner fan too. Okay. But then I met Joe Montana. Okay. And let me tell you, sometimes your heroes don't live up to. You know, your expectations. How did you meet Joe Montana? So, uh, his son was playing uh, quarterback for Pasadena City College. I do remember this. This is yes. a few years back. And uh, let's just say um, Junior wasn't quite as good as his dad. Obviously, he's at uh, PCC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're playing uh, you know, at JC. You're probably yeah. not you yeah. know, D1 material. But uh, he tried to hack it at Notre Dame. I do remember that. Yeah, obviously but he, he, obviously he got there off the name. Yeah, Montana. That helps. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got the rare opportunity to actually uh, go up and try to talk. And I say try to talk to Mr. Joe oh, Montana. he big-timed you? He big-timed me. Okay. I mean, you know, I get it. He's a future Hall of Famer. You know, I've heard some rumors no. that since the Control Room podcast has started, you've been big-timing people. You know, uh, I could, you know, I get a little, uh, you know, a little egocentric. You're a little highborn. A little AB-ish. Okay. You know. Okay. Obviously, we're kidding because we're we're friendly to everybody. <laughs> but that sucks, though. He really big timed you. He big timed me, man, and uh, I was so upset that I told him, "Hey, man, you know what? 
Steve Young was better than you. No, you did. And I walked away. No, you did not. I walked away. You and, said that to him for real. And I hated the Niners uh, after that day. You I, said that to him for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. It was and, uh, he, he offended you. He that disrespected much? me, man. Damn. He disrespected me. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so well, good then. Yeah, and of course, you know, the Cowboys come to town for uh for training camp all the time. Yeah. And uh they're great to their fans. So that's why I'm a it's Cowboy. It's America's fan. team. America's team, absolutely. That's why, you know, you're hearing from your friend out in uh, Egypt. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It was international. I can't believe that. International. Durant, leave me alone. All right. <laughs> But uh, you know what? So, oh, I'm sorry. You have a, a a great take that I haven't heard about the Thursday night game between the New England Patriots and the yes. New York Giants. I forgot this game even happened. The great TB12. Look, just given the history between these two teams, obviously, you know, Eli Manning being Tom Brady's kryptonite. This is true. You know, he beat him twice in the Super Bowl. Twice. And uh, so I was, part of me was hoping that uh, Danny Dimes would sit for this game and they would Danny allow Dimes. Eli Manning to uh, do what he does to the Patriots. Yeah, he's the only one. They you know? Tom Brady, obviously. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady has uh, apparently turned the uh, uh, clock back. Uh, he's looking like Lamar Jackson out there. He had, like, two rushing touchdowns. Oh, my. You talking about the QB sneaks? Hey, man. That's TB, his specialty, look. though. TB12, whatever it is that he's, that he's doing, I'm not saying, uh, I'm not implying that there's some uh, no one would some accuse, steroids no or anything one, of that if nature. If you Tom Brady's body, no one would be accusing <laughs> him of taking anything. Look, man, you never know. You never know. You, you know it. Looks could be deceiving. Uh, he's not exactly a speedster. I don't know, man. Uh, for a second there, you know, I wasn't sure if I was watching Lamar Jackson. You know? You might have had a couple of drinks. <laughs> Okay, I may have had a few Coronas. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. So some of them Coronas that uh, Tony Romo uh, does commercials but on. But you know what, Brady? Yeah. He's like 42 years old. He's a professional football player. They're rolling. They're undefeated. 6-0. Yeah. So what there, was a, there was a point in that game where the camera panned to uh, Mr. Eli Manning uh, with uh, what appeared to be an iPad. Okay. And uh, you got Danny Dimes next to him. It, it almost looked like uh, Eli Manning was Danny Dimes' dad. And he's looking to see, uh, you know, if his son is uh, looking at appropriate things on the internet. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and, like, and, Eli uh, was showing him, like, oh, highlights. Oh, this is how I beat them? Yeah, this, this, this is, is a, When no. I go up against Brady, <laughs> this is what happens. Do yeah. this. Yeah, some guy just caught the ball with his helmet. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, it looked like a dad next to his son. And, and uh, it looked like Danny Dimes is scared, like, please don't type in P. Please don't type in P in there, because you know that Google search oh, is going to get you every time. Well, I don't know. What, what's P stand for? <laughs> we should get on top of your own Hey, ask uh, our, our boy uh, uh, Jimmy G, ah, who's quite familiar Jimmy G. with... Uh, he definitely knows what the P is. knows his way around the, the P knows. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? I think that that's going to end up for the football part of it. You know, we're, we're basketball heads. We love basketball. Basketball season's right around the corner. Can't and, wait. Man, one of the biggest storylines all year is going to be Zion. And they're actually letting him Beast. play in the preseason. Because in summer league, he played for all of, you know, 90 seconds. But he's actually really playing. Some, I think he had about 30 points. Living up to the height. 10 rebounds. Yeah. Dunking on everybody. Mid-air, I swear he reminds me of, like, a giant-sized version of Dominique. <laughs> 
Wilkins. Mr. Highlight. He jumps reel. off of two feet. He dunks Human highlight. Power, but he's also very graceful, which is why he's perfect for Team Jordan. We've been hearing a lot. Yeah. Of, Stephen A. made the comparison to he may have a Shaq-like rookie season. I don't see that because Shaq is like an eighth wonder of the world type yeah. of deal. But I mean, I, I see. I mean. Uh, everything's relative. I think given the lack of size in the NBA right now, right. I, I can see why you would make that comparison. I think but, that's lazy. But, I mean, look, it, it is. I mean, because uh, there's probably better comparisons, comparisons out there. <coughs> you, you, know, have, I, you have a really good one. Yeah, I, I think he reminds me a little bit of uh, Larry Johnson. Grandmama. Grandmama himself. And you, you said Charles Barkley. Uh, Barkley. I, I can see that. Barkley I can see that. Blake Griffin. Like, yeah. He's reminiscent. Six, was he 6'6"? Six, six, he's about 6'6". Six, six. 280. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he plays bigger than he is. All those guys, yeah. I think, are a little taller than him. But like you said, because of the league, there's so much small ball in the league right now. Man, Zion, I think only Boban is heavier than him. He's like the second heaviest player in the league. Don't, Honestly, don't, don't ever mention Boban. Uh, Boban has like the highest PER in NBA history, according to you stat, stat nerds. Wow. Boban hit a three the other night in so NBA did, uh, So did uh, ben, Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons. Okay, yeah. so don't you slander Boban. We talking about... We talking about preseason? Hey, Zion is killing it, man. No, Zion uh, looks like he is going to uh, live up to the hype. That's must-see TV so right far. there. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting team to watch. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, I but think, they I will be they, fun to watch. I think they if they can stay healthy, which is kind of their kryptonite because Drew Holiday gets nicked up. Uh, Lonzo, as you know, as a, as a former Laker, even though you've turned your back on him in Triple B, uh, he gets. He has an injury Wishing history. Wishing the best. Wishing the best. <laughs> but if they can stay healthy, man, I think they can. They might get that A spot. They're uh, gonna be battling the Lakers for the A spot. West is uh, pretty competitive. That, that that's for sure. Yes. So it's gonna be old Lakers versus new Lakers for the A spot. What do you think? That's just uh, asinine. Asinine. That's the word I'm. You thinking. think the Pelicans are just gonna take it? Pelicans will be on the outside looking in. Okay. They're they're very young. They're very young. Young and exciting. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I think they they may play opening. I think they play opening night against Toronto, followed by the main event, which is Clippers Lakers showdown for LA. Uh, we know how that's gonna turn out. But um, speaking of the Lakers, AD's already hurt, man. It's a thumb, a thumb, Mike. That's okay. a big deal. It's like, uh, come on, it's man. It's a I, thumb sprain. Come on, Mike. I injured my thumb. Uh, you know, playing PlayStation. AD, AD has a He'll be history fine. of this. He'll be fine. Maybe maybe he's playing too much 2K. You know. I don't know, man. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be ready for tip-off. You sure? He'll be ready. You're not nervous at all. See. This doesn't get you nervous at all. You're scared. I'm scared? You're scared of AD. Listen, I respect Be AD. honest. I respect AD. You don't want to see AD on, on, I, on opening listen, night. Listen, AD is easily one of the most talented players in the NBA. He can lead the league in points, rebounds, block shots. AD is dope. But you know how dope AD is? How, how is don't don't. I'm gonna honor him by uh, don't do this by growing a a, a, a no, uni brow. No, really don't do this. Yeah, don't. I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go for the uh, rug rug salesman look. Momo. Don't do That's that. what I'm going for. Don't do that because what happens when AD gets hurt and he's not playing for six weeks? You gonna keep it? You gonna keep the unibrow? He's not gonna get hurt. Okay, a thumb is not gonna keep him out. Okay, I guarantee you that right. you'll be ready. Hypothetically, AD misses time. You cool with the rest of the roster? Oh, we'll be fine. The other guys will hold it down. Okay, you we'll sure? Be, we'll I think you guys are looking a little. We fat. got the baddest man on the planet, LeBron James. Um. Yes, LeBron you heard me. James? You heard me right. The Se- baddest man on the planet. Seventeenth season in the NBA, LeBron James. 
Don't matter. No defensive plan. Don't matter. He's he's in, no he's, playoff making. He's no about to have an MVP free season. Throw making LeBron James. I don't know if you heard uh, what Uncle Shannon said. What he said. But he said he predicted that the Lakers would win the uh, uh, title. Okay. And that. LeBron would get the season MVP, okay. and that AD would get the finals MVP. What do you think about that? I think he said AD would get the regular season, and LeBron would get finals. Vice versa. But, okay. It don't matter. Okay. As long as we but, get that Larry O'Brien you know trophy. Now that we got the details lined up, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely absurd. Because one, hypothetically, let's say LeBron and AD, realistically, both are healthy and they play. They cancel each other out in the MVP votes. Unless you guys have like a historic season where you win 70-plus games, which is not going to happen. That's possible. Which is not going to happen. That's possible. Um, but if everybody stays that, healthy, we might go 82-0. You're going to lose the very first game. You're going to lose opening night. Okay, 81-1. Fine. Okay, okay. Okay, anyway. That's ridiculous. Shannon is a known LeBron lover. Most of the media is. They've been they've been bought by Nike and taken over to, for this hype. This is the final year because guess what? Once you guys lose, AD's going to go to Chicago. He ain't going nowhere. He's going to go to Chicago. He ain't going nowhere. And then nowhere. LeBron's just going to request a trade and it's going to be over. Why would you leave sunny L.A.? Because you're hated in L.A. because you're a loser. You know what? Let's talk about the other uh, L.A. team. Well, you want to switch gears? Let's talk about the other L.A. team. You want to talk about Kawhi Leonard? Well, yeah. yeah, let's talk about... Um, Who made his season debut. Yes, yes. But before that, can, can, can we get into something? Because uh, apparently, uh, before Kawhi agreed to come to the Clippers, okay, he said that he didn't think the Clippers were good enough um, as they were. Can so you, Let me get your source. Can I get your source on this? Oh, this is this has uh, been documented. Oh, this has been documented. I haven't heard the source. This yet. has been verified. Okay, it's verified. So, it's let me ask you this. Verified on Twitter. Let me I've been meaning to ask you this because if uh, Kawhi didn't think the Clippers were good enough, okay. Okay. Before acquiring Paul George, mm-hmm. then what makes you think that they're good enough now? Even given the fact that, that we have Paul they Jones. yes, who's going to be injured a good portion of the season, uh, I'm sure, because well, that's been his mo. One that story is uh, fake news. I was just, I was going to say bullshit, but let's go with fake news. Uh, there is there is no story. Obviously, Kawhi's with the Clippers. We won 48 games last year, so we we beat Golden State fully loaded twice in Golden State. No Kawhi. Okay. Landry Shamit was oh, a rookie. No. I know about teams. Trust me. I know about teams that do great in the regular season oh, oh, and, and uh, fall short. My, my, my baseball team. We don't have plenty of time. <clears throat> okay, I'm, I'm familiar we with, with that feeling. But let's keep it with L.A.'s crown jewel, the L.A. Clippers. Okay? Crown jewel? Crown jewel. Since when? We're, we're, the, we're the beacon to the city. You're paper champions. <laughs> you, you are what, what I call fool's gold. You know, we will find out soon enough. Kawhi Leonard debut with the Clippers, seven point six assists in like the first quarter. He yes. said he was a little rusty. We couldn't tell because he's a freaking cyborg. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And Pretty soon we'll be given our uh, predictions as far as standings very, very, are concerned in the Western Conference. I mean, we already know who's going to be holding the trophy at the end. We're going to talk about everybody else who's going to finish below them. But anyway, I'm very happy with the Clippers preseason. Um, we're seeing a lot of development from the younger players like Terrence Mann. Who? Uh, You'll find out. You'll find Never out. heard of him. 
Don't worry about it. You'll find out. Terrence Mann. <laughs> Never heard of him. Landry Shamit. Zubak. Zoo Beast. You know about him. You really want that nickname. Zoo to, you Beast. really want that nickname to stick, He's don't a you? Beast. You want, there's a reason we let you guys have him. You're incompetent. That's the <laughs> no! reason. He fouls out every damn oh, game. Can you explain to me why we have Lou, you guys gave up Lou Will? Because he's 100 years old. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Are you kidding he's me? He's 100 years old. Huh? He's 100 years old. Okay. Okay. You, you, got, you have guys He like, played back uh, with Will. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you know what? It's fine. We'll take Lou Will. You guys take JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, and we'll see how that plays out. We'll see. That's all okay. I can say is but, we'll see. But, you know, like I said, we have plenty of time all year long for Lakers Clippers. I want to leave as much time as possible. We had our first ever Dodger baseball segment last week. We were excited. We are like, you know what? Dodgers had their greatest regular season in history. Let's have a segment that's going to document their long playoff run that did for last. all the Dodger fans out there. That did not last long. Unfortunately, this will be the final Dodger segment of 2019. Uh, Romo, you have the floor. What the hell happened? They were who we thought they were. We allowed a wild card team to beat us. At home. At home, no less. Look, I've always said this. When it comes to sports... It's always about the team that gets hot at the right time. Okay? And Washington is on fire right now. You guys put them on fire, though. You, look. You, you let them. They're you, ahead. You them look, they're ahead on St. Louis 2 nothing already. So it proves my point that it's not necessarily the best team that wins. You know, yeah, the Dodgers had 106 wins uh, throughout the regular season. But you know what? All that... All that gets thrown out the window because when you get to the playoffs, mm. you got to go out there and prove it. You got to perform. You got to perform. And uh, we got a group of guys, or shall I say, one guy. You're going you're gonna to put it all I'm going to single him out. You're going to put it all I'm going to single him out. I got to, man. <laughs> because time after time. Time after time. <laughs> this man. <laughs> Let's us down, Mr. Clayton Kershaw. You gonna do that to him? You gonna do that to Sad Kershaw? How many chances at redemption is this man gonna get? Didn't he strike out the first batter? Does that count for something? For ninety million, you better strike out more than just one batter. Look, everyone is blaming Dave Roberts for. You know, this uh, major upset. That's the manager. Yes, that's the manager. And I think it's unfair. Um, look, he's, he's put us in a, in, a, in a spot to win, you know, the last three, four years. The players have to... Can, can I ask you a question? Step up. As a true Dodger fan, mm -hmm. would you have put Kershaw in? Okay. That's questionable. That's questionable. Look, in an era of analytics where stats uh, determines, you know, uh, a coach or a manager's decision right. to put certain guys in there. Mm -hmm. um, I Look, like I said, they won 106 games throughout the season, right? 
If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Look, you can't coach or be a manager, all right, be an analytical guy throughout the entire season, and then all of a sudden just go on gut instinct. Okay, look, I, I, I respect the fact that he wanted to give Kershaw another uh, shot of redemption, but it backfired on him, man. It did. It backfired on him, man. Like, like you said, he came in after he struck out that first batter. That would have been a perfect opportunity to say, hey, Clayton, great job. Sit your ass down. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you have other guys in the book. Look, this is the problem. The Dodgers front office did not address the fact that we didn't have middle relief. Okay. They, they try to cut corners. Save money, what have you? Is Magic uh, a part of that front office? I mean, look, he he he's. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's a correlation. I don't think he has much say so in the baseball decision making. I mean, he's more on the financial side of things. Okay, okay. so I can't you know, he's like a small percentage. I can't blame Magic uh, for this. Yeah, you know, no, you can't blame Magic okay. for this. Uh, look, this really comes down to, like I said, which team gets hot at the right time, and right now the Nationals are hot. But, and okay, they're rolling. You guys won. You said 106 games. 106 games. Like who are the? Because like I said, I only know Kershaw now. I don't know the other Dodgers. Like who are some of the other Dodgers? Where were they? Like who are these people that got you this great record? Where were they in the series? Well, look, it's a very young team. Uh, you got guys like you know Cody Bellinger who had an MVP type of season in the regular season. Okay. But like I said, the playoffs is a different animal, man. Once you you know once the, the bright lights you know are on you. And you got to perform under that big stage. A lot of guys, you know, can't handle that. Um, you know, the couple of veterans that we do have uh, were the guys that provided offense. Guys like you know Justin Turner and uh, some of the other vets. You know, they they were actually contributing, trying to mm-hmm. make it a competitive a, a, a competitive series. But I mean, Bellinger, he just had an awful uh, playoff series. I mean, he he was just striking out left and right mm. um but the thing is if you're going to rely on young guys like that it's probably not going to end well which is why you have to surround your, you know your team with uh veterans who've been there before and done it and but like i said the main thing is they never addressed uh middle relief okay they went out and got this guy joe kelly from the red sox who's a disaster um i mean I, i'm still having ptsd uh, for that grand slam he gave up to Howie Kendrick. It, Howie fucking Kendrick. Former Dodger, right? Former Dodger, former Angel. That's got a sting. Uh, it hurt. It hurt a little. <laughs> I mean, uh, a grand slam. It's so. Funny I'm having. Ni- I'm still having nightmares over that. Because of last week's podcast, you got me into it to where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch. A, I'm gonna watch a fucking baseball game. And I turned it on. Dodgers were up three one. I'm like, hey, Kershaw's on the mound. What's going on here? I listen. I played a little bit base, a little baseball in my life. Little little league, Altadena, uh, little league. Uh, uh, I was an all star, Bonsworth Park. But um, the first home run, like, I can't even be mad at him on that one because dude just golfed that out of the park. Like, yeah, no, Soto. He, he he didn't even think it was gonna be a home run. That's why he was so excited. The next Soto's pitch, stud, yeah. the next pitch, it was like that was softball. That was. Um, that was that was hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Kershaw put that. It was like T-ball. Yeah. So then I'm yeah. like, okay, it's going. I'm texting you back and forth. Like, all right, I'm just going into extra innings. I'm not going to watch this damn game if it goes into extra innings indefinitely. And it didn't because I witnessed a grand slam in extra innings. I'm like, this is historical shit right here. Unfortunately, we're on the losing end of it. I'm like, good. Great. Yeah. And that image of uh, Clayton Kershaw sitting by himself in the dugout with his head down should tell you all you need to know. Uh, when your teammates won't even console you. <laughs> That's a bad sign. After such a debacle, a disaster, uh, I think it's time for Clayton Kershaw to uh, be traded to another team. You know, uh, look, he's, 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 a, he's a, a kid from Texas. Maybe he can go play for the Houston Astros uh, or the Texas Rangers. Uh, he's just an urban cowboy, man. He, he just never quite fit in in L.A. And that's what, that, that actually leads into what I was going to ask you. The future of the Dodgers, like, where do they go from here? So you think they should trade Kershaw? And I think uh, Kershaw Kershaw's run uh, with the Dodgers uh, has come to an end. Uh, look. What else, can um, do? what else can you guys do to bounce back for next year? I think, look, man, we have a, a really good young core, uh, great farm system. So the future is bright for the Dodgers. Cool with the manager they're saying that. I, I think um, look, man, Dave Roberts. People can criticize him all, all you know all they want, but like I said, he's put this team in, in, in a position to win every single year, and that's really all you can ask for, man. If 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 the players, you know, don't come through, that does not reflect on him. You know, all a coach or a manager can do is get you to get you. To the promised land, but you gotta you gotta win it. You gotta you gotta want it. Players gotta play. Managers can at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day, players gotta play. Well, all right, man. I'm I'm glad you you went down this journey. You opened up this fresh wound. It's like therapy. Yeah, you know what? You know you gotta let it all yeah. out. So you're 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 still riding with the Dodgers. Absolutely, you're man. Still riding with management. The only thing I'll bleed Dodger blue. You're just you're just ready. You're just done with Kershaw. Look, I wish him the best. <laughs> I wish him the best. Uh, you know, he'll be fine. Don't don't feel bad for him, man. He has 90 million uh uh, uh reasons to to be just fine. He you know, he's he's drying his tears with uh yeah. dollar bills That's as fair. we speak. He'll be fine. That's fair. Well, you know, this was a uh this was a down episode of the Controlling Podcast with the Cowboys, got the Dodgers. Not the best sports week. Your fantasy team's doing well. Hey, at least I have that, right? You have that. I don't have that to fall back on. I'm actually going to catch my first loss in the Control Room Podcast, Fantasy Football League. Shout out to Percy. Um, let did you me, take your first L? Let me win, which is a <laughs> And you did. Yeah, I, I sure and did. And you did. He sure did. That's uh, very nice of you, Mike. He, uh, it, it, the, if you see his avatar, it's a play off of a uh, character in WWE, Bray Wyatt. Awesome. Where he wants you to let him in. And Percy awesome. let me win. And he fucking got me. I let him win. Never again, Percy. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Control Room Podcast. As always, you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at MichaelDWalker3. You can also leave a voice message through the Anchor app. And you can also contact us on the Control Room Podcast Instagram page. But Romo was right. This was therapeutic. This was needed. We needed to get the demons out. And now we're moving on to bigger and better things. Also, like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff because it really does help. And 
Like I said, tell a friend. You know, don't even tell a friend. Just play the podcast in front of them and have them ask you about it. You know, let's continue to get the word out. Let's continue to have fun with this. Uh, We love doing it. So until next time, talk to you guys later.